You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. This is Melanie, and in the future, your children will all have ID badges with chips that will be read by their school and their bus and their everything, and it will save Melanie tons and tons of time searching for missing children. In the future, forget Big Brother, Melanie is watching. And this is Jesse. In the future, pet hair will be used to create paper, so uh, you won't chop down as many trees, and trees will just take over, and every city will be just like, Covering trees, man. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it'll it'll be like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Until you like your taxi cab runs into a tree. That won't be awesome. <laughs> Well, maybe we won't need taxis anymore. We'll just Tarzan around. Oh, well, we'll still need a Tarzan taxi. Some kind of like George of the Jungle, carry me around type of thing. We'll, we'll need giant human-sized, or not human-sized, uh, bigger than human-sized, like <laughs> creatures to, to, we can hang on their backs while they swing around then. Like, like, like Chewbacca's. Yeah. We need some Chewbacca's. Right, some Chewbacca's around. taxi service. Yeah, there we go. Welcome to the Crawlix Podcast. This is episode number 42. Hey, isn't that the answer to the ultimate question? Yeah. Yeah. I read something about that the other day, and it was that... What was it? I think that was the problem in the book, too. No, no. It had it had meaning. Oh, it, it had something to do with... Whatever you whatever you make of it or something like that was for in in computer speak forty two translate into something like whatever you want it to be. Oh, so it, that so was like a good. X. It was like a good answer actually. Meaning oh. is life of life is what you make it be. Hmm. Ta da! The universe <laughs> mysteries are solved. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, heads up. I'm sick, so I might sound a little weird. You sound way better than you did on Sunday, oh. though. So. Sunday would have been, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, this episode might be a little off and uh, a little shorter because we're recording on a different day, so kind of a different schedule. And uh, you know. and we get off late and we wake up early. So. Yeah. These bums it do. Was a, uh, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> it was a Tuesday. It certainly was. But first, before we get to our poll list pick... uh. Jesse and I were on. You can hear us on another oh. show. What? Yeah, yeah, we did. That's right. Uh, the Doctor Who show. Which? How did they get that title? How did they beat people to that title? <laughs> That's a good yeah. question. Yeah. That's so great. The Doctor Who show is a podcast about kittens. No, about Doctor Who. And what? Uh, <laughs> and they, Ooh, I think we did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so what? Th- there's a little story leading into this. AM Audio Media, they are, um, they do the Doctor Who Dark Journey audio drama stuff, and uh, they're on the podcast network with us. They reached out to me and asked if we would be interested in doing a segment for an episode of the Doctor Who show that they were guest producing. Ah. It's, 
sounds complicated. But uh, they were putting <laughs> they were putting together an episode about Doctor Who fan music, and I was like, "Well, I've made <laughs> Doctor Who fan music, um, so sure." And I, you know, I uh, talked to Jesse because Jesse is got great Doctor Who fan music recommendations, and we recorded about a eleven twelve minute segment for the show, and uh, during which they they uh, edited in um, one of Jesse's recommendations. During our segment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I was not expecting them to cut songs into our segment, and I was thrilled. I was like, oh, man, that's that's great. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, what, bed music? Is that what it's called? They had uh, Chameleon Circuit as bed music for, for part of the talk, and then they uh, oh yeah spliced, spliced in uh, the one song, and then spliced in your song, and yeah, it was good. Yeah, so you can hear me and Jesse talk a, a, bit, a bit about uh, Doctor Who fan music, fan kind of fan projects in general and you can mm-hmm. hear a uh, doctor who theme i made like four three four years ago yeah you should check it out it's uh you can find it at uh the dw show.podbean.com yeah and it's i believe the episode is um night of the doctor's music or something yeah 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 the night of the doctor's music yeah it was a good time fun it was a. Uh, uh, some pretty gnarly editing. Yeah. Yeah, we recorded quite a bit and then I had to, and a lot of it was awkward because we weren't really sure. I, there was some editing. There was a lot of time and I had to fit it into a little time. So mm-hmm. we we didn't know what our format was. So we just, we were all over the place. Yeah. It sounds like our usual shows. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh man, there's still a promo for... for oh. <laughs> There's still, we recorded a whole bunch of stuff for a promo for another podcast, which you'll, and I haven't edited it together yet. And in fact, you're probably going to hear their promo for us in this episode. So <laughs> oh, yeah. they were Johnny on the spot. They did a great promo. You'll hear it later in this episode. Yeah. The Roman podcast. Did I played I do, it. I didn't yeah, I do anything it. in that, did I? No. No, okay. I don't think so. I don't, I don't, it weirds me out when things happen and I don't recall it being part of it. So I'm glad. <laughs> All those blackouts. Yeah. That blackout drinking. Speaking of which. It was a Tuesday. (laughs) It is a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did a, uh, I did a. Oh, you did a thing. Iron Fist review on, uh, I did an Iron Fist review for the uh, Two-Headed Nerd, uh, which you can hear on their latest episode of Cover to Cover. I don't know if they have numbers on those, but yeah. I think they have dates. I think it goes by dates. So that would be uh, March 26th. No, 27th. I did listen to your segment and I do not, I do not disagree with your points. We will have to have our own Iron Fist discussion, I think, but we can't do it this episode. Right, right. Another thing I was thinking about, and I just didn't want to implement it right away, although Melanie had a point with that, is possibly switching the poll list and the other episode. So the polis oh. episode would be the second episode of the month. And right. the only reason I would do that is because on our second episode, that usually is like when we want to talk about more timely stuff. Uh-huh. Like like flash, like CW stuff. Like as it is, like we can't ever talk about that stuff on the second episode because that episode will go up almost a month removed from our recording. Right, right, right. So there's the that p- makes sense. potential to be like four episodes late. But I don't know. I'm still torn about the about it. Just because no, it makes sense though because it will go up and then it won't be like four weeks late as opposed to maybe being 
a couple days or um, a week late. Yeah, it'll be like our usual because you know we yeah. even before we went to the schedule, like we'd be an episode, maybe two episodes at most behind. But it was not mm-hmm. so far removed that it seemed like weird. Mm-hmm. But as it is now, like you're adding another two weeks on top of that, mm-hmm. um, right? And my point was we should do that as soon as we can because we just changed the format, so it'd be better to do it now than to wait and after people get used to it being this way, then we have another big weird change. Right. That's true. But it, it just feels like the poll list is like our flagship segment. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. But I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Well, it'll, still, it'll still be important no matter where we put it. It'll still be important. We just got to be consistent going forward. Yeah, I agree. And I, I am sure we have lots of wonderful fans but it's not like we're swimming in them. And uh, <laughs> if we switch it up a bit. Because that would be point, awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I just think that'd be kind of cool. Wouldn't it feel if it was like, you know, wet or gooey and you, there's so much people <laughs> like rolling around. I don't know. I think it would feel, feel kind of cool. It doesn't, I don't, the point. it doesn't sound like you're talking about swimming anymore. <laughs> well, if swimming in people, that's what it'd be like, right? Swimming, yeah, but not you know, swinging, okay, right? You know how <laughs> it says swimming green. <laughs> you know how, like, when pictures of like, oh, how you see the devil's advocate, uh-huh. and then and in the background at the end, there's all those people like, oh, uh, in the mosaic thing up in the back, like rolling around each other. But they've got to be actually be rolling around, and when they film that, that's that thing rolling around in some kind of like moist, you know, stuff. <laughs> all around with each other and i'm like that would feel really cool especially if like everybody had just shaved or something that would be awesome this you know i don't know i I got what you're saying okay but i've had some moments in the bathtub when i just shaved my legs and i was like rubbing them together and i'm like this is the most fantastic feeling i've ever felt so that's a little you know that's a little bit of what it would be like i think (laughs) i understand what you're saying okay what is wow what a tangent. That's quite an aside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been to Melanie. There you go. You're lucky. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, watch out, fans. You're going to get swam in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to get more than a, just a couple or else it's going to be awkward. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I'll, I'll say this then with the uh, caveat that we can back out at any time, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about swimming in the fans anymore. Uh, I'll say this. Okay, this month we're going to stick with this episode is the pull list episode, obviously. But next time mm-hmm. we record, perhaps we can switch it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if any of the listeners like want to give us feedback on if 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 they think that'll throw it off, throw them off or something, or if it just doesn't matter, um, let us know. Well, if we yeah. hear nothing, most likely we'll hear nothing. We'll just assume it's fine. Mm-hmm. Silence is consent in this situation only. Whoa. <laughs> that took a turn. It, it did. I apologize. I, after I said silence, I was like, oh, no. What am I doing? <laughs> um, yeah. So there's that. I don't think people right. mind because we usually, we usually kind of have like a key topic every episode. And right. the pull list just means that key topic, that episode is a, a certain book. So I don't think right, it matters right. which episode that goes out in. And if they if they're really, you know, being if, like they can't live without it, we 
maybe we could be nice and send it to them early anyway. Because well, they actually like a, contacted us, this, and that would be in itself an amazing thing. Let's not get crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Send it early. <laughs> we, we like you guys enough to swim in you, but come on. <laughs> if I don't have to edit both episodes at one time, I don't, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No. Yeah, if you want to reach out, we'll do something. You'll hear something. Yeah, we'll be. You reached out. That's that's right there. <laughs> I, worth worth, can, it. worth it all. Can you like smell the desperation coming out of your phone or MP3 player or whatever you're listening to this <laughs> on? It's, it's gonna ruin the circuitry. All that thick desperation. <laughs> it's moist. <laughs> you can I, swim in that desperation. I don't know why people don't like that word. Moist is not a bad word. I thought you didn't mm-hmm. like it. No, I'm fine with moist. Oh. Everyone else in the world apparently has an issue with it. It's but there, weird. yeah, there's like a decent amount of the population that don't like that word. Randy doesn't like slimy. Slimy? It's yeah. like it, the worm it, on it, Sesame Street? No, just the word. When slimy. I describe him, he's a slimy and he's Oscar like, Oscar the Grouch's best pal? That little worm? Slimy depends <laughs> upon the context. What are we talking about being slimy? Everything. There's a lot of things I don't want to think about as slimy. But I don't think slimy is gross. Is my thing. You think it's gross in certain situations, and I don't think it's gross ever. Slime. Slimy. It's the definition of gross. No, slimy is is a feeling, not that you get from slime and things that are slimy (laughs) feeling. Slimer Uh, is the only good slime thing. No, the slime on Nickelodeon was good. Everybody wanted to be slimed. Yeah, I didn't. Really? I liked it. I liked watching it. It It's like ah, I wanted to swim in it. There you go. Makes sense. <laughs> Bringing it full circle. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what are we talking about this episode? <laughs> well, we got the poll list. We got the poll right? list. Do you happen to have the site up there, Jesse? I uh, I sure can. I think I know. <laughs> I think I know which is the lead for our next poll list book. But in case something changed, last I looked, I think you are. It correct. was not a tie. Probably because we've read the other things that have been tied with this book. That's probably the winner already yep uh our winner with 28.57 percent of the votes because we're throwing in decimal points now uh superman secret identity awesome superman that sounds like good passive entertainment um (laughs) (laughs) that's a call back to our pre-show ladies and gentlemen speaking of which we have a patreon and you should check it out is it patreon.com slash grolix podcast yes it is where you get all the pre-show nonsense, I mean content, mm-hmm. that we come up with. We'll call it non-tent. <laughs> Not non-tent? All or right. Consense. <laughs> and today we had a pre- pizza party. We did. Because it's a pre-show and there was pizza involved. I'm trying hard not to eat pizza now. This is the main show. I gotta pull it together, be professional. No pizza eating on the main show. Uh, that's not, Who you, do you think I am, Melanie? You, well, you spent <laughs> too much time talking and not enough time eating. I ate like half a pizza in the pre-show, so. <laughs> this is true, but that's because I didn't want to leave Jesse hanging. Yeah, but. <laughs> Welcome to the pre-show, and then me and Melanie just, just proceed to eat <laughs> oh, pizza. Just, just, oh, yeah. And I'm like uh, doing a little dance over here. Like the audio version of a little dance. <laughs> audio hand jives. Yeah, audio hand jives. Like a little a little fez. A little fez like I'm a, like an organ grinder monkey. Uh, all right. So 
<laughs> anyway, you can get those at Patreon on our Patreon page yeah. uh, for becoming a Patreon member for as little as a dollar. In fact, almost everything at this point is available for just a dollar. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. But there's video, there's videos, there's all sorts of stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and we're not so talking this a- month. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. No. So so this this month, uh that's what we're gonna do next month, Superman Secret Identity. But this month, what do we read? Bone. Bone. Jeff Smith's bone. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to get specific. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Randy, you got notes, right? <laughs> you got notes. <laughs> I'm desperately looking at my phone, but I don't even have the comic on here. Oh, I have no. nothing. Oh no! Okay, Where no, are the notes? This is Bone Volume One. Oh, you're right. I don't have notes. This is how prepared we are. Uh, this is Bone Volume One. Out of Boneville. Out from Boneville. Out from Boneville. Yeah, written by Jess Smith and color by Steve Hamaker. Uh, yeah, so Bone is um, very well known. Yeah, it's a comic we hear about all the time. I'd say it's probably on our list of shame or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, okay, well, let's just jump into it. What did you guys know about Bone going into it? Nothing. You knew nothing? I had heard of it, uh, like, far, you know, from pretty much everywhere. Like, people talk about it all the time. And I knew that it was a comic that is generally uh all ages friendly because it has been since picked up by scholastic i believe and so like you can buy bone volumes uh through your scholastic book fairs at school and there are many long yeah long running series long series i didn't even know it was on the pull list at the time but (laughs) (laughs) but uh it seems like something that i would enjoy continuing reading at some point if i have time yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much on board with what Jesse was saying. Almost every po- comic book podcast that like reviews mm-hmm. collections of stuff has talked about Bone at some point in time. Yeah, I'd heard about it everywhere, and I've only ever heard good things. See, I think that's my problem, is that I don't listen to the world, and that's why I don't hear about these things <laughs> and know they exist until they happen. For me, I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I kind of like it that way. So I'll continue this, and you guys continue your thing. And I think it works well. <laughs> what you're saying is, uh, you guys pay attention to stuff and continue feeding me the comics, and yes. uh, I'll read them sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with this system. All right. In full disclosure, Melanie read half of it, but I did context picture read. Just so take the no- rest. So don't listen to things she says about it uh, i bet i have a fairly good grasp on the occurrences of the book she well, might have a better grasp than us you saying. know what it could, it could happen she'll probably be schooling us about it i might it, it could it could happen in bone what are these creatures okay so we're the book opens and we're introduced to these three characters mm-hmm. was it phony bone well yep, one... phony bone uh and then you've got uh who's the main character he, Plain Jane Bone. I thought his name was something like <laughs> John Everyman Bone. It was, it was similar to Phony Bone, but it wasn't phony. It was like phone or phone. You know, I don't know. Oh yeah, it's it's phone bone, phone bone. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was saying. Yep, you were right. See, phony, I am phony already bone. schooling you guys, and we just started. <laughs> you are, you are. Ph- phony Bone is spelled phone. You know, like phony. He's a phony, and then he's got a star on his chest. 
Yeah, he's like a star. He's like a star belly snitch. And then, uh, <laughs> like Phone Bone is is he's the plain Jane one that's kind of short. And then we have Smiley Bone, who's kind of he's the uh, uh, cigar smoking, wisecracking fun guy. Yeah, he's the Melanie of the group. <laughs> he's, the, he's the Melody, <laughs> Melody Bone. <laughs> uh, well, now I have to be careful with how I describe him. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, the one with the star, he's like rich guy, kind of jerk. And then you know, as we mentioned, uh, we got John Everyman Bone, who's just like um, not a blank template. He's just like a regular dude. And then yeah, Smiley is like the. Goes along with whatever. He doesn't pay attention to what's out in the world. He just waits for people to hand it to him, and then he'll know. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> he'll make the best of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're out in the desert because rich guy bone, oh. pony bone, pony bone, uh, got ran out of Boneville. Mm-hmm. Oh, and these creatures are like I don't know. They're 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 very cartoon looking, cartoony. Mm-hmm. But um, they look like nerds that don't have any color. Yeah, you're right. Like the candy nerds, the way that yeah. they're except they have arms. I don't. I think candy nerds don't. Have, they just have like legs and their big noses and you're stuff. Right. But right. so they're nerds yeah. with arms and no color. Yeah, the way that candy nerds are depicted on the packaging. So if you tried to eat a bone, it would fight back. Yeah, because it has arms. Whereas <laughs> nerds don't, because they don't have arms. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh they're kind of bickering amongst each other well not kind of they are uh because rich oh, guy yeah. bone is a jerk and the other two are just like going along with him they're like you know i mean they're are they well phone, phone they're bone really... and phony bone are like cousins or something right yeah yeah they're like related and um the other two didn't get run out of town but they're going along with him and they're lost out in the desert mm-hmm. they went as far as their maps go but then they found another weird map, mm-hmm. um, and then a swarm of locusts basically came and separated them. Mm-hmm. And like they do. Like, as as tends to happen on the desert. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're running away from locusts, you tend to fall down a cliff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Into a precipice. John Everyman Bone. <laughs> uh, I love he, how you're just, like, renaming them. <laughs> you're just like, uh, you know. That guy. That's because even now, Phony Bone is the only <laughs> name I remember, even though you guys said both their names. Oh, Smiley and John Everyman. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. <clears throat> uh, uh, no, he's a nice guy. Nice, you know, nice guy, Bone. <laughs> nice nice guy, Bone. And we spend most, almost the entirety of the rest of the book of this volume with that following him. Spoilers for Melanie. But also spoilers for everybody else. Is, I knew that. We're going to have to go into spoilers. I saw yeah. that we spent the rest of the time with him. Well, there's other spoilers. Do we want to go into spoilers? Like, in general, in this review? We always go into spoilers. Okay, we have, well, to, li- we have to a little. I mean, like, this is kind of like our introduction to, to everything. So everything's new in this first volume. Mm-hmm. Other bone characters, these other, they might show up again towards the end. Mm-hmm. So John Everyman is following this new map. <laughs> <laughs> that Smiley found the map, but he ended up with it when they got separated. Um, it's like a hand-drawn map, and he's following it, and it leads him, actually leads him to a foresty, not desert, gonna die area. Mm-hmm. Over the mountains. Yes. So there's already a desert and a precipice and some mountains separating them from their homeland. Yeah. And in, in between, he runs into some characters that 
are pretty pivotal. Uh, like a dragon. I, I love the dragon. The dragon is rad. Yeah. And then uh, so are the creatures, too. Like, what do they call them? They call them rat creatures? Yeah, the they other don't creatures really look like rats at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised when they first referenced them as rat creatures. And well, I'm like, is I mean, that what those were supposed to be? If you look at their hind legs, they kind of have, like, rat-like hind legs a little bit, the way they bend. But for the most part, it seems like they run around upright, mm. or for the most part, and their faces don't look like rats. They're yeah. just, like, hairy creatures with um, pot bellies, big red eyes, and mouths. They don't have the nose, yeah. and as far as I can tell, they don't have the tail. Yeah. I like the look of that, the creature, those creatures quite a bit, actually. Yeah, like character design in general. Like the dragon, mm-hmm. uh, the creatures, even the way that, that uh, people are drawn. You know, like everybody has like a different look to them, and yet somehow this all meshes. I don't know about that. I have a slight bone oh, okay, okay. to pick with right. that. Oh, That's one of my right. criticisms. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think for the most part, I would agree. Until the woman, the people come into it. Yeah, which I was like, okay. why are why are there people? But that's another thing. And our our consensus, we agreed on this. I think was that everyone is cute, cutesy little drawn things. But then you, the people are like Disney princesses. Yeah, that's what that's what really throws me about that. Okay, so yeah, eventually a bunch of stuff happens. He runs into this woman named Thorn, and eventually her grandma named Ben, which I think is fantastic, isn't it? Isn't her name Grandma Ben? I know her first name's Rose. Um, I swear she says when when you meet Grandma Ben, but that's as far as I got. That was that was like the last of my actual reading. Her first name is turns out to be Rose. But my issue is the characters, uh, the art style. It looks especially just the way that the bones look looks very comic strip style, like classic mm-hmm. comic strip. And and the creatures don't always necessarily, but they still mesh. It's like you said, the creatures do look a little bit different, have a different style, but it still meshes until Thorn, uh, the young lady comes in and she looks like a Disney character. And that's when it starts to like kind of fall apart for They're me. They're much like more it, detailed. It, it just throws, it, it was, it threw a wrench into it for me. Like visually, I was like, whoa, I, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. This is weird and unexpected. Like it didn't, it doesn't look bad. And I do want to say that like the art, looks good um the illustration's always good and the coloring's good but stylistically i didn't think those meshed so well the grandma isn't as bad because she looks a little bit more exaggerated with her chin and stuff like the old lady the old lady chin where it's like it's like as if she's oh, missing yeah. teeth or something so mm-hmm. you're right she does refer to her as grandma ben i didn't remember that either sorry but, yeah <laughs> schooling us on this schooling us man She's she's got the names. She knows them. Yep. Mm. Meanwhile, the dragon, like his look, is real interesting because he kind of looks almost like a dog with these ears, but they have there's like these um Doctor Seuss Whoville poof balls on the ends of his ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking about the Disney princess thing, he reminds me a lot actually. Now that I was thinking about it, of the dragon from Mulan, only you know bigger. Oh yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen. I Mulan, am a real but- dragon. If you have seen, haven't seen Mulan, it's one of it's one of the better modern for girls. Oh, I see. It's good, it's a good thing for a girl to watch. I think Mulan. It's empowering. Is she saved by a man? What? Is she saved by a man? No. Good. She saves a man. Nonsense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Consense. A lot of this. A lot of this uh, reminds me of like Popeye for some reason. I don't know. The, like the, the grandma. way they walk. The way. Yeah, the, the yeah the grandma for sure, and then also just like kind of like how phony 
Funny Bone is always angry all the time. He's a surly little guy, um, and he's always stomping around. And I don't know why that reminds me of like a Popeye type character. Because they do. Popeye yeah, I guess so. One thing that I, while I, the bits that I read at least, that slightly disturbed me, and I will share with you all, <laughs> that there's a lot of interspecies loving type things going on, and that's weird to me. Like the re- I remember the possums were all like, ooh, he's so brave or handsome or something of that nature. And then he sees the girl, the human, and he's all like, ooh, human. And I'm like, um, yeah, but you're not. And that's weird. And I think it's a little bit gross. So they should <laughs> he's got the that. anatomy. He's got the anatomy of the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. Too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't k- pick up on the opossum thing. That just seemed like, um, you know, older ladies or moms with kids who have like, you know, oh, he's really good with the kids. Like, I didn't pick. Sh- I didn't pick up on. You don't like, know moms very well. <laughs> no, well, okay, I'll give you that. Um, but. The other, uh, his attraction to Thorn is not subtle at all. Nope. It's very cartoony. There's hearts and... Mm-hmm. And mind you, a kid audience, that's not going to weird them out. They're, just cart- they're all just cartoon characters, yeah. and it's like, you know, cute. I did find it a little strange. Mm-hmm. What, what would you guys describe the tone of this as? Like, there's obviously, there's some laughs, there's some mm-hmm. comedy. There's some action. It, there's, there's a lot of... It's Princess Bradian. It's got a little bit of it all. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe and, and that's it, why it hits so well. Like a lot of people, you know, like that's a movie that's universally loved, and this mm-hmm. seems to be a book that's universally loved. Yeah, because it does. It has. It has. It seems to have at least a little bit of everything. And mm-hmm. and I I didn't read all of it, but from what I could see, it's structured really well too. Because it looks like from what I've seen, like it, it introduces the main characters, then it introduces. You know, um, the secondary-ish characters and lets that go along for a little while. And I saw at some point he meets up with his uh, cousin and their friend later. But then it starts to get into, like, some history of the other folk that I really want to read. I didn't I didn't read it, but I, I saw it and I was like, ooh, this is good. The because rat, they're... Rat creatures and stuff? Huh? The rat creatures and stuff? Well, the rat creatures have their little queen, and I don't know if it was, but I think there was a little girl crying. I think that was supposed to be the girl when she was a young. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and so that, I'm super intrigued by that. Them chasing them all and whatever. So I want to find out what, what goes on with that. But I'm like, there's like more, so much more story to it, and it's evolving, you know? And then that's, that's the best way to get people into it is you start with something, and then you slowly evolve it to all add in all the other bits, and it they just get stuck in it. They can't leave it because they're like, I have to know now. Because I, I love this character and that character and this character and that character, and they're all stuck in it together. You know what I mean? Are you saying it's smarter to start small, maybe with one character, and slowly add more characters instead of just jumping into the whole Justice? I mean, the whole yes. <laughs> well, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then and do like building those little characters, and then get to the big, uh, all-consuming plot that they have to continue on because no matter which character they ended up liking, they're all involved in it in the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess that's the other thing I did kind of know about this book going in is it's like the whole thing with Bone is it's a it, it's a, it's an adventure story, it's mm-hmm. a big adventure, you know, and it does nail that because so he he finds he gets to the forest and we've kind of filled in little. It's a future detail plot there, here and there, and that's fine. Can I just say real quick? I love when they're they're like, 
Winter comes fast, and then it's like just one la- big layer of snow. That drops. Oh yeah, it's like a yeah, yeah it's a snow wake. Very Looney Tune. It's very like boom. It's yep. there. I loved it. Yeah, in three panels, it's gone from uh, yeah summer to winter. It's like a big pancake of snow dropped uh-huh. in its winter. Bam. It kind of sets the tone for like how this world works too. It's like like boom. Okay, that's how it, that's how it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that actually surprised me because I wasn't expecting it to there to be such like cartoony type events. Mm-hmm. And it's significant because as soon as winter hit, he'd be stuck there. He couldn't get back to Boneville. He couldn't necessarily find his friends. Yeah, there's always there's always those. I've never been in the mount. I mean, I've been in the mountains, but I've never lived in the mountains. But every book or movie or anything about mountains is always like. Well, the snow covers the passes, and you can't go anywhere. It's one of those situations. They need a uh, a, a a cat, Bob, you know. A cat, Bob. Bobcat. <laughs> they they need a bobcat, Goldthwait. No, I was just thinking a cat, one of those uh, tank treaded. It's The Shining. I was trying to go to The Shining. I knew, I knew it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <but> yeah. <laughs> Scatman Crothers is gonna come save us. <laughs> anyway, he befriends brief befriends a family of possums. Uh, gets chased around by rat creatures. Uh, he, oh, the bugs. The bug. Mm-hmm. That was one of oh, my yeah, favorites. Those are fun. I, I kind of see it coming, but that was one of my favorite. He comes across this little, and it's always drawn like a little, just a leaf. You don't even see legs most of the time. Mm-hmm. He almost steps on it, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, you know, calls his brother, and his brother's huge. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good gag. Mm-hmm. Weird leaf creature. But the little leaf creature, the little leaf bug shows back up later and uh, travels around with him for a moment. But that was fun. But he's the one that tells him about Thorn. Thorn knows everything. Uh, eventually, he runs across this lady who turns out to be Thorn. She lets him stay oh, stay at her and her grandma's house for a while until her grandma gets back from cow racing, which is humorous. Yeah, then, yes, then you find yeah. out. She's actually like racing the cows herself on foot. She's racing against cows. So that's. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, for... I'm sorry. I forgot. No, 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 it's even... good. Fine. Yeah. Her grandma's might be my favorite character, I think, mm-hmm. because she's just tough. She's just this crazy old tough lady. I kind of like Phony Bone uh, in the way that he's just like utterly unre- irredeemable. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing to like about him. You just know he's going to, he's just up to no good, period. So he he shows back up in the story kind of out of nowhere, and it seems like he's pretty much just been lost wandering through the woods this whole winter because he just shows up. I, you don't really know what he's been doing, mm-hmm. but he runs into the grandma before the grandma even gets back and sees the other bone and uh, his, her granddaughter, and he's a jerk, and they do not get yeah. along. Um, no. Does he get along with anybody? No. Yeah. Like, uh... Like the they spend some time making this uh, pie for Grandma to kind of like smooth things over and and make it so that uh, like Phone Bone can stick around. Every John Everyman Bone, Phone Bone, and no, then, you can call of me. course, of course, uh, Phony Bone shows up w- and meets Grandma first, and then they both show up at the same time, and he's like pretty much soured the whole first impression <laughs> before it's even happened. Uh huh. And then he's like, "Oh, hey, here's this pie." <laughs> and just like eats it this this pie that they made for grandma mm-hmm. and he doesn't care he's like a honey badger how how did he not get eaten by rats before he got there uh I don't no know. he it ran into him i'm just saying wonder if he was wandering around that whole time being a bad oh, word 
he didn't get he didn't run into them because bigger plot that that uh a bigger plot that comes out of this that doesn't go anywhere in this volume obviously it becomes a big thing in future volumes or whatever the rat creatures have been instructed to find phony bone the one with the star on his chest oh for some reason i do recall them during that big meeting you're talking about yeah. or the um talking about he doesn't have a star but they were talking about phony bone okay yeah we don't need to necessarily go plot by plot through the rest because i mean there's other stuff that happens there's a big attack of the of like tons of rat creatures which is pretty awesome the dragon i really enjoy the dragon because nobody despite the other creatures around um nobody that john everyman bone uh tells about the dragon believes him yes that's pretty great and at one point he's even like he tells thorn about it and thorn's like oh that's silly blah 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 and she's walking away and the dragon's head like pops out of the well next to the Mm -hmm. john everyman bone he's like he's like I don't want her not to see me. I just want her to think you're nuts. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It turns out grandma and the dragon know each other somehow. Uh-oh. That's how we find out grandma's first name. The dragon knows. Mm-hmm. And they do not get along. Really? Yeah. He's like Rosie. Yeah. He just, he just stomps off basically. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The grandma takes on the rat creatures like barehanded. It's, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. By the end of the book, they all, they end up in a town. They all kind of, they all three come together Phony Bone is approached by the leader of these rat people who looks pretty much like the Grim Reaper. He's even got a sickle at the end. Is it a guy? I thought it was a chick. Well, it could be a chick. I I assumed it was a guy, but it, they don't really give specific features. Like it's it's a person, it's a Grim Reaper type in a robe, and you don't see their face. Well, it looks like a feminine Grim Reaper to me. Okay, well that could be my opinion. But it says something about Phony's soul, but the book kind of leads up to that point, and then is over because it's just volume one so the story does not end no like uh, you do get the 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 closure of like he's reunited with mm-hmm. his cousins or whatever yeah and you find out why phony bone was run out of town and and uh stuff like that you're introduced to these various this plot point of um the grim reaper type character leader of the rat creatures or is after this guy for some reason so it's a classic tale of good versus evil and the struggle to uh overcome. Well, I mean I don't know because Phony Bone is not good. No, I know. Was <laughs> he not I, I I don't know because I've only read the beginning, but was it not some sort of embezzlement or something that he was run out of town for? I thought that was the case. There well, I mean like he had been involved in some of that, but I think this was also he was uh he was running for mayor mm-hmm. and uh there was this whole thing that happened. There, there was a bunch of stuff, and it kind of played out like a gag. So, like, yeah, like uh, John Everyman Bone was explaining to I think Thorn what he had done. Yeah, what uh, Phony Bone had done, and got to a certain point, and she's like, "So that's when they ran him out of town." And he's like, "No, that's when the bad prunes kicked in." And that's kind of where the story is. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, you know, it just kept going, one upping, like it kept escalating. Yeah, sweet. So. So I think the consensus is that this is fantastic and everyone should read it. Ooh. I think it's good. And <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> no, I think it's good. He doesn't like Princess Bride either. He doesn't count. What? 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 Okay. I'm just going to say our first I date. Do, I like what? We went and saw Princess Bride and he was like, I'm not really that thrilled about Princess Bride. It's okay, but I don't really like it that much. <laughs> so that's where we're coming from. I don't remember that at all. You don't? You told me that. And I was like, are you kidding? But you're going to come and see it anyway, because this is going to be our date. 
And you're like, yeah. You don't remember that? I do like Princess Bride. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't understand what's (laughs) happening here. (laughs) You became a horrible person. (laughs) No, no, he's not a horrible person. He's a wonderful wonderful person. You don't like one Grant Morrison book and the whole world turns against you. No, no, no. You don't like Spaceballs either, but that's besides I don't like Spaceballs. I don't like Spaceballs. I stand behind that. Okay. (laughs) Because movies like Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles actually ha- at least have some interesting satire going on. Spaceballs is lazy spoof. Lazy parody. Don't care for it. Well, I disagree. Okay, if Mel oh, no. Brooks's <laughs> movies were a series of puns, of, I'm relating it to something Grawlix related, you know, if it's a series of puns, uh-huh. when he got to Spaceballs, that's the point in which we're all out of puns and we just start forcing bad, like, trying to make puns out of words and it doesn't work that's space balls well baby i say ooh <laughs> to pretty much all of them equally so young frankenstein is amazing i like them all it's a masterpiece i like them all and space balls is one of them but let's continue anyway my point was <laughs> uh before melanie decided to start talking for all of us <laughs> <laughs> I, I did enjoy reading the story and maybe you know i finished it when i was like on sunday so i was not feeling good so maybe that had something to do with it and maybe also like i was expecting something amazing and i'm not, I'm not gonna say it's not amazing mm-hmm. i wasn't super thrilled like i was a little let down i kind of ex- i don't know what i expected I, it I, it ends on a strange note it, it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel complete because it's not that's what I was going to say. I didn't even read it, but looking through it, because like I said, I mean, no, I read half of it and I just flicked through the last so I would have some idea of what had happened. It didn't seem like it really concluded the majority no, yeah. of what was going on. So I didn't even really feel that bad because I'm like, well, it's not even done. So my main disappointment was that I don't have the second volume right right there so I can just keep going. Yeah, that's what that I'm was, saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, and that's kind of my thing. I'm not. I'm not arguing against that, but that's kind of my thing. Like, yeah, I would, would have been curious, but I was also, I got to the end. And I was like, okay, uh, I don't think I have to read on. Really? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. I would have been exactly the opposite. I would have been like, I have to know what happens next. I have to have the next chunk. So, so we usually ask like, would you recommend the, who would you recommend this to? And, uh, I guess in this book, it's like, I can't think of anybody I wouldn't recommend it to, you know, like. I could recommend this to kids. I could recommend this to adults. I think it's just well-written. I think I would probably try to get Gabe and Bella to read it first off, just because I want them to read more because they don't read enough because they're kids. But also, mm-hmm. um, I really like it when they're into something that that I can talk to them about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. too often it's, you know, th- they start playing like some random game on the computer that that I know nothing about and really don't want to. And I, I don't necessarily think is good for them anyway. Mm-hmm. And so this is the kind of thing I would encourage them to get into. I think they would enjoy it and we could talk about it and experience it together. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend it to kids. I'm curious as to what a lot of modern, like I think there's things that would definitely appeal to them. Mm-hmm. I think if they get past the first couple pages, the intro is not long. The first couple pages where they're in the desert, I'd worry that they get lost there. Un- most if a kid's gonna get lost i think it'd be within the first couple pages because once he gets into the forest Mm -hmm. i think they'd be on board exactly um the stuff with the bug is great 
uh, the bugs and then the possum kids running around is pretty good. So I think once kids got to that point, they'd be on board. And I know kids pretty well. And if a kid gets on something, they're going to want more of it and they're going to continue if they enjoy it. So and since there is a lot of it, you're from what you were saying, uh, this is exactly the kind of thing that I would try to get them to read. I would also say to adults, like, yeah, read it if you want, but it's a quick read. I I know a lot of people will say that they've read the whole series and they just like, they just devour it. Yeah. It is a very, that is true. It's a very quick read. And it's not, I mean, you know, I, I like adult things. I like prefer actually, I would say gory, horrific type stuff. And, uh, I still would like something like this, so. Yeah. I don't think I liked it as much as you guys did. I just want to make that clear. That's, like I said. <laughs> well, like just, I said. That's no. okay, Randy. It's okay. No, you can I'm, be wrong. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. And this is particularly funny coming after after our pre-show talk about that YouTube comment. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, it's true. Like, I enjoyed it, but there's something about it that, like, I don't know, like I was trying to explain to Melanie, I was like, like the look of Thorn. I think particularly her, what really threw me off is it made it feel then like an old children's book in a way that I didn't really like. It it felt like like a a book my grandma or maybe my mom would have owned when she was a small girl and it's been around the house forever, like it's been kicking around for, for decades and then I found it and it's this like weird old children's story. That's the look of Thorn to me. The first time you described huh. it, you said an old children's book that's so old it's scary. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> because occasionally, yeah, when I was a kid, I'd, you'd come across, I don't know, maybe other people don't, but you come across like these old children's books or art books or something and it's like the style's so not what you're used to that it's like, ooh, oh, what's this? This is weird. <laughs> and that's uh, Thorn's face made me feel that way a little bit. <laughs> So maybe that's why I don't like it. <laughs> you, had, you had the exact opposite uh, reaction as John Everyman Bone. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, he he was loving it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like John Everyman Bone is the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be. No, but it shouldn't just be John Everyman Bone. It should be John Everyman's Bone. I don't know. That's, that's then oh we're, getting, we're getting into, oh into dangerous territory, though. Yeah. <gasps> really, Jesse? <laughs> well, I can feel yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I know that's a dog, but it kind of sounded like Jesse going, "Woo!" <laughs> that's what I was saying. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say that, but it totally, yeah. My thought process. Thank you, baby. Jesse's on board for John Everyman's phone. <laughs> also, if if you don't think the writer didn't sneak a joke in there once in a while, the founder of the town or something mm-hmm. was big. Johnson Bone? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. He's in on the joke, too. <laughs> but that's good because then we get it and we're like, Hur. but you know who's going to love that? Gabe and other kids his age that are like, I'm old enough to get that. Ha ha ha. You know? You're going for the, the young teen. Yes. The young teen, uh, slight, like tween crowd. Yes, that's what they, yeah, tween. Bone. <laughs> exactly (laughs) they're gonna love it all right all right wow what a review that was (laughs) i liked it i had a good time (laughs) would you recommend this review to somebody and if so who (laughs) 
the review. Yeah, the, yeah. the review. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make everyone I, I know. It's the, to this is now the definitive bone <laughs> review. <laughs> this this is the one I'm gonna make everybody listen to to get them to listen to the show. we're gonna pull a grind bin and now every episode going forward we're gonna talk about how this review of the bone would fit into our future episodes (laughs) yeah yeah not bone itself (laughs) this review of bone Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah so what what would you do what would you do with spider-man i'd have him race that cow he'd race that (laughs) cow yeah exactly (laughs) let's see if spider-man can beat that cow in a race his name is now spider bone (laughs) (laughs) spider bone there we go i like it you want to write a spider bone? <laughs> so this is what happens when we record on a weekday evening. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that was bone letters page. We have no letters to read you today, but if you want to send us an email or an MP3. We'll play it on the show. Send those things to... <laughs> I do it every episode. It's never less awkward. <laughs> Letters at com. That's L-E-T-T-E-R-S. You know, like those things that people used to send through the mail. Not the email. Just mail. But, <laughs> but you can send it to us in email. <laughs> or you can leave us a voice message on our voice line. Call 559-426-6427 or to help you remember, 559-4-COMICS. Type that into your telephone <laughs> and it'll, it'll be like an answering machine. You'll get a message and then uh, talk to us. Give us feedback. Tell us what you thought of something we reviewed uh, um, or just say hi. Yeah. Yep. But if you leave a YouTube comment, <laughs> then we'll just, uh, you'll be part of the pre-show. Mm-hmm. yes yeah oh you know what i do want to take this back for a moment letters page we do have something i did get something oh my gosh i did get something in the letters page account this is monumentous it came through as a text message it said are you interested in in what (laughs) that's all that's it i got this just the other day and I was like, what is this? And it came through as a text message. So somebody texted that number. Uh. So then I pulled it up. And from that number, from that same number, I had gotten messaged in December mm-hmm. of this last year. So several months ago from an army recruiter asking <laughs> if, if I was still interested in joining, uh, like they talked, like we talked about at the library the other day or something. It was some army recruiter who had talked to, I'm assuming a student. They were doing their recruiting thing, and that's the number the student gave them <laughs> to, to call back. Oh. And I was like, uh, I don't think they're interested because they gave you the wrong number. <laughs> and, right. Yeah. But then I just thought it, thought, thought it was so strange. Then like three, four months later, they just randomly, are you interested? <laughs> it's like <laughs> big delay. Yeah. And... <laughs> Really going for every every possibility. There. <laughs> the, yeah. Their desperation created a moisture that you could swim through. Y- yes. Yes. It's like, listen, lady, <laughs> you don't want me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're all above the the cutoff age anyway. Yeah, I'm not good army yeah. property at this moment. I would not be good. No. 
there would be a bad return on investment <laughs> exactly yeah that's my point yeah you can do better <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 all right come on we're in this is awesome we're in the Grolic studios look it's a plate of mel's hot biscuits i've heard about those oh my god check it out jesse and randy's beard oil i didn't know you can buy that in buckets well that sam club's membership is really paying off Okay, let's get in their computer and drop this promo. Okay, let's do it. We're the Roman Podcast, and in the future, we're sneaking a promo on the Grolic Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, okay, seriously. Here, sir. Here we go. I'm Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Gast. And we're from the Roman Podcast. We're just two Canadian guys getting together once a week to put our own spin on weird stories and trending news. That's right. You can get our show every Wednesday night on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, the Laughable app, and of course, here on the EMC Podcast Network. Okay, I think this. I think we got it. Uh, put that on their show. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. While I'm in their computer, I'm just going to update their comic book pull list for the next few months. What are you adding? Captain Canuck, of course. <laughs> nice. <laughs> next episode, we'll be talking about, who knows? Most likely, we'll be talking about some movie. Movie movie activity and some TV. Yeah, yeah. Was it... This is this is our April episodes, so uh, we're we're about ready for uh, prime summer movie season. Yeah, maybe do a little Iron Fist talk and do a little bit of a uh, what what movies coming up are we excited for and stuff like that. This is Melanie, and every man dies. Not every man really grolixes. This is Jesse. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast, and I would grolix it. This is Randy. Man, it's called a grolix, sweetheart. Thank you for listening to the Grolix Podcast. The Grolix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vorpal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcasts, check out GrolixPodcast.com. Also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, ElectronicMediaCollective.com, Facebook.com slash Grolix Podcast, Twitter.com slash Grolix Podcast, all the dot com slash all the Grolix Podcast. called a grolic sweetheart man it's called a grolic sweetheart (laughs) (laughs) everything's better with voices (laughs) i highly doubt that's how he said it but (laughs) that's how you want him to say it that's the take i'm leaving in so yeah yeah (laughs) all right that was a weird show that was a weird show but it was fun (laughs) i can tell you had fun i did (laughs) I enjoyed myself quite quite a bit. We need to. I need to spread. I need to spread somewhere. I'm tired of sitting. You should go swim. Yeah. Swim and swim, swim in our fans. <laughs> go swim in our fans. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Here, don't forget to oil up with this desperation. Okay. <laughs> These are some pretty good. These are like, these are my pajama pants that I pretend are fancy pants because they have pockets and I like them and they're comfy. And nobody uh, knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They don't. I wear, no, them, work, I wear them all the time and people think they're like, you know, work pants. And I'm like, these are pajamas. <laughs> But don't tell anyone. Yep.
office secrets. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is getting wackier and wackier. 